Welcome to the I'm Uncomfortable podcast, where we tackle the issues you feel awkward talking about and put ourselves into uncomfortable situations you secretly relate to. We're not better than you. We're the same as you. We're just willing to publicly talk about our innermost cringe and shame. I'm Melissa. And I'm Vanessa. Let's get uncomfortable. Welcome back to another uncomfortable episode of the I'm Uncomfortable podcast. Let's get right to it, Melissa. What's made you uncomfortable lately? <sighs> I am currently juggling the feelings of both excitement and loss of my work bestie. I'm so proud of her. She found a new position that is closer to where she lives, pays better than what she's getting paid currently. And overall, I'm sure it's going to be better for her and her family situation. So I'm so happy for her, honestly. But I'm also sad because since we haven't spent the past year in the office, I'm just thinking about all the memories of us in the office and all of those shenanigans. And those are things that I cherish with her, all those memories. So I'm like a little sad about it, but also very happy. So that's why it's uncomfortable. You're losing your work best friend. (laughs) I know. But she stuck with me forever as my friend friend. So I do love it when work besties turn into real besties. (laughs) Yeah. It's the greatest. So looking forward to that. But how about you? Uh, I'm super PMSing. I feel like a monster. (laughs) (laughs) Don't laugh at me. I might cry. (laughs) (laughs) Not laughing. I totally get it. I understand. Oh, it's been rough because also I went back to work, kind of, sort of. I'm, you know, not fully working from home anymore. And so just a lot of changes. You're also closing out the year, a school year. So that's a lot. Yeah. (laughs) It's a lot of feelings. Uh, But I'm really happy if y'all listen to the uh, episode where we try tracking our periods and talking about the different products that we use. I really am thankful that Melissa got me into tracking my period because (laughs) it was really nice to know, hey, in three days, I'm expecting to get a visit from my Aunt Flo. And that might be why I am happy and sad and angry and obsessive and guilty and crazy. (laughs) I shouldn't say crazy. These are all (laughs) valid While also eating French fries. (laughs) I didn't eat French fries. I controlled myself a little bit today but anyway speaking of big feelings it's gonna be my birthday soon (laughs) by the time this episode airs i will be six days away from the last year of my 20s and much like rachel in that one episode of friends where she actually turns 30 i've got some feelings about it and (laughs) melissa joins me this july and then we'll both be in the almost 30 club i'm sure we're gonna look back at this one day and laugh thinking wow like haha what a silly thing to be sad about but I mean you know right now it's a lot and we're gonna go there today we're also going to play this really fun game using an article from insider 2018 called 11 questions to answer before you turn 30 but we're adding our own I'm uncomfortable insane twist to it so stay tuned for that yeah so before we go down this rabbit hole that potentially leads us to an existential crisis let's take a quick breather to mentally prepare ourselves why don't we so we'll be right back All right, so let's get right into it. My first question is, 
Vanessa, I know you already shared a little bit in the introduction there, but what are your initial feelings about turning 29? And if it's uncomfortable, what about it makes you feel that way? I am uncomfortable. I really am. And I think I would have been uncomfortable regardless because as a kid, I was so looking forward to being 20. Not 20 exactly, but in my 20s, a 20-something-year-old, mm-hmm. I just really wanted to get here, and I got here, and I loved it. But I also feel like, in a way, a year of that was stolen from us because of the pandemic. And so, in another way, I'm more uncomfortable because this new year, you know, being that you and I are both hitting it while the world, well, our little world is slowly starting to reopen, it makes it seem more precious in a way. I feel a weird pressure to recoup what I had lost. Mm. Yeah. So... I don't know. I don't know if anyone else feels that way, but that's kind of where I'm at with that. How about you? Yeah, that's a, a, a good perspective, I think. I didn't really think of it in that way. My gut feeling or my gut reaction when I think about turning 29, right now I feel a little bit indifferent, but maybe if I, you know, in a couple of months when... I turn 29, I'll feel a little bit more emotional about it. Actually, the idea of turning 30, which I'm sure is normal, gives me a little bit more of like a, whoa, that's that's a that's a chapter. But no, I, I definitely get that feeling of um, knowing that this is the last year of our 20s. And then it makes me look back at my 20s and ask those questions of what am I doing or what did I do or what you know and I I and then I don't want to go down that path either you know Uh so I'm in this weird in between of being proud of where I am right now in this current state of being in my late 20s versus you know being Mm self-deprecating and being like okay I didn't do enough but Mm -hmm. who's to say Aren't they saying the 30s are the new 20s? No, I don't know. I, I refuse. I will not be that age. person. I know. <laughs> I'm not putting that on a coaster or a t-shirt or whatever. It's not going to be in my Instagram caption. Oh, crossing that off of Vanessa's birthday <laughs> gift list. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you have a, a favorite? I know you're indifferent to it right now, but looking back at your 20s overall, do you have a favorite 20? That's such a good question. And... <laughs> Um, you know what I did? I cheated a little bit. I actually, because I'm such a journaling type of person, I also have a blog. Um, and I scrolled through my blog posts and the 2018, so that means I would have, we would have been 26, 27. I was doing so many like consistent posts and the posts that I was doing were very much like introspective and self-reflective. And I feel like in 2018, it was a year of learning to be more comfortable with myself wow. and in my body and wow. more accepting of my body. Okay. And it's only built from there. So I think 2018, so 26 was a year where I was transitioning from, and I guess that was a transition from mid or early 20s to late, late 20s. So mm-hmm. maybe that was that mental shift and emotional shift that I had. Plus, I was enjoying being single and just like Mm. fully healed and living the dream and living the life so I was just yeah that was a good year 26 26 26 all right mine's the one right before it 25 was my 25 was my favorite I mean who knows I still have this one left right so 29 Mm -hmm. could very well take its place but 
I I really loved being 25. What about it? I don't know. Your frontal lobe is finally developed. You can rent a car. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That's so true. Yeah, you can. I forgot about that. Well, here in the U.S., I think. I just, I think it was a nice blend of finally feeling like I understood what I was doing, especially at work. (laughs) <laughs> and feeling good about it and yeah. also still being kind of a mess, in, you know, in my personal life, but feeling like that was okay because I was mm-hmm. still in my 20s. And yeah. I don't know, it just, it, it felt like a really good middle point. And it felt like 25 was the 20 I had dreamed of when I was a kid. Like that was what I thought about mm. when I thought of people in their 20s. So... Hopefully I can keep making makes a lot of sense. little kid Vanessa proud, but yeah, 25 was mine. So let us know if you're listening, if you, I mean, depending on how old you are, I guess, right? <laughs> what part or yeah. what phase what, of your 20s what was, your, was favorite your favorite? 20s. Yeah. Yours is such a clean number. I also 25. do like that. I you really know, like the number fives. 25. Yeah. <laughs> and I like even numbers. So I, I can, it is very much us, <laughs> these, <laughs> these choices. <laughs> okay. Well. Speaking of numbers, anything you really want to do before you turn? I know that we're we're not even 29 yet. No, but we're not. <laughs> anything that you want to do in your 29th year before you turn the big three zero? It's really funny because I, when I was a kid, I guess you just perceive time so differently and age so differently. But I thought mm-hmm. that I wanted to be married around 27 potentially so I would maybe have kids around 30 and now so much has changed I don't want that anytime soon despite how much my mom is begging for it to happen uh the kids thing well honestly y'all the kids thing I even pointed out that I wasn't even engaged and she was like who cares oh my god I know. I was like, if you want a kid so bad, like, you can adopt one because I'm not trying to live that life right now. <laughs> uh, I also really want to move to New York still. Yeah. Which I know could be still, I might hate it, but I figure I'm young. Well, who cares? I'll try it. Uh, there's, I'm sure, other things that I can't think of off the top of my head. Uh, because of COVID, I definitely want to travel more, but I think that's never going to go away. So I don't know. Do you have anything specific that you want to do before you turn 30? Honestly, I was trying to think about it, and there's so many lists, like these bucket lists, as if 30 is like the is end death, of your life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I didn't feel comfortable with that idea. I mean, honestly, I think for me, there are goals that I've had, and we've, I think, I don't know if we've talked about it on this podcast, but definitely in conversation with each other offline um, about just, the fact that we we set our goals and it's not like when the new year comes around we start them it's things that are in progress things are more that are more long term that we're continuing to work on through that stage so that's kind of how i feel about and again maybe when i turn 29 or maybe when i'm midway through 29 i'm like ah I have an existential crisis and freak out and make a list of some kind but I don't know. I think really my goals have been overall just to make sure in my last year of my 20s or just even in life in general through my 30s that I'm just continuing to 
say yes to more things that make me happy and be comfortable more comfortable and more and more comfortable as time goes with saying no to things that don't make me happy so I think that's just kind of where I'm at and of course I want to travel more I would say yes to that (laughs) because traveling is something that would make me happy right now but I don't know I don't have anything listed out well I like the idea of being in progress and the idea of growing in a way that's not just oh I am now this new age so therefore I must do these things it's not it's not a formula right like that yeah x y and z so in that same vein of things have are things being in progress or getting better over the years what are some ways that you think that you've changed or grown since you were 20 exactly 20 two zero Oh, God. So do we have an hour? (laughs) No. (laughs) So much. When I think about 20-year-old Melissa, I associate that almost with my teenage years because I was still in college. I was probably, we were juniors or seniors at that time in, in our undergrad. And honestly, college was such a learning experience. But I think it was after that, maybe when I was 21, 22, that I really took a look at myself versus trying to please everybody else that whole time through college. So honestly, the whole thing that I mentioned earlier, you know, being 26 and really having taking that year to be really introspective about what I want and what makes me happy. um, I think that's the main thing. I've I've grown a lot in my self-confidence. I found that my opinions and my voice matters and that to not really care uh, too much I still struggle with it as everyone does with with caring about what other people think and that's something that I'm really grateful for well, I'm trying to think of anything else that I, I've definitely grown I mean those are pretty big ones those are hard to overcome yeah how about you I think I've become a lot less achievement driven which isn't to say that I don't still like achieving things that would be a huge lie mm-hmm. but <laughs> I remember being 20 and things just felt like boxes to tick off or like accolades to collect or things to I totally get that I yeah I don't even know if I'm explaining it correctly but I just thought things were a little neater in terms of if I can do xyz and get blank then I'm happy or I'm worth something because I've done whatever. And yeah. I've always been maybe a little bit of a workaholic. And uh, yeah, really. <laughs> um, I think that's where we relate because we've we both are just. Yeah, we, we we've talked about this before, too. We've just we've subscribed to that hustle culture in the past. And that's something that at least I'm trying to unsubscribe yes. to still mm-hmm. to this day. So, yeah. Totally. Yeah, I just I think, too, if anyone knew me in college, (laughs) I was always doing something and in something and part of something. And I based a lot of my happiness around being with others, doing things for and with others. And I've done a Mm -hmm. lot of work around finding self and what does it mean to be okay by myself and do things for myself, only for myself. Uh, a lot of reflection has happened since then. So I almost broke out into song singing reflection. Don't do that. Long, but I won't <laughs> make people's ears bleed. Well, but 
Speaking of yeah. reflection, I referenced a game earlier that we're going to play. Melissa found this article from Insider from 2018. To her point, there are always all kinds of articles like 25 things to do before you're 25. Or, you know, people try to make lists and that's fine. So she found 11 questions to answer before you turn 30. We, however, love making ourselves uncomfortable. So we're putting a time limit on our answers. And in the theme of 30, <laughs> we're going to keep our answers to a rapid fire 30 seconds or less per question. So we'll set a timer for okay. each other and we only have 30 seconds to answer. And if the timer goes off, you get cut off and you just stop talking and that's it. So good luck. Can you do 30 seconds? You sure oh, can. Yeah, you can. Okay. Oh, and if you are listening <laughs> so, like what? and you want to play this game, this might be a fun one. So try it with us. All right. Are you ready for rapid fire questions? I'm ready. First question, Vanessa. Mm-hmm. If you were to die tomorrow, would you feel satisfied with your life? Go. Oh, my gosh. I want to say yes, but the answer is definitely no. Oh, I, no. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah. Why? Well, I just think there are so many more things that I want to do and places I want to see. And there's just a lot. There's a lot that I haven't done yet. So maybe I should do more. I want to visit all 50 states. Is that a dumb goal? Even Alaska. No, it's not. Alaska. I want to do that, too. But some of them don't want us. Well, that doesn't matter. I'm going there. I'm inserting myself <laughs> into that space. There you go. So, there. Okay, perfect. That yes. was 30 okay. seconds. Are you ready? If you were to die tomorrow, would you be satisfied with your life? Ready? Go. Yes. Uh, because I just base it on the people that I have in my circle and the time that I've spent with them and the part uh, or the current status of the relationships that I have that I'm happy with if I were to just randomly die tomorrow I'd be happy with the relationships and the memories that I've built with those people oh that's so wholesome oh and you have four seconds left <laughs> let's just stop it now there you so go sweet. <laughs> okay question for you what is your unique value proposition or aka what can you only do like what are you good at what is Vanessa good at okay I did not read these questions beforehand. This is an interesting one. Oh my gosh, do I have an answer? We talked about our strengths, oh. but I'm... Mm. Okay, I think that I do a good job of being able to bring people together and connecting people and trying to keep the things alive, the relationships alive, putting in the work, even though sometimes I hate it. Um, <laughs> in the end, it's worth That's it. That's a perfect answer. So, maha, nah. All right, Melissa, what's your unique value proposition? What can only you do? Go. I think I am pretty darn good at um, taking, not taking ideas, but having an idea and then putting strategy to it and, and making it more achievable or doable. I think I'm good at that. So whether it's my idea or helping someone else brainstorm their idea and how to make it possible, there. That's, um, that's completely accurate. <laughs> that's my and answer. in the three seconds you have left, I will say I legit just asked her to help me brainstorm things for my birthday. So it's <laughs> true. <laughs> I agree. Okay. Next next question is who inspires you most? Starting now. I used to say Oprah as the answer to this question. And I mean, <laughs> she's a pretty cool lady in some regards. But who inspires me most? It's hard to limit it to just one person. Then rapid fire some I, I think it's all the women in my life who I work with and who are educators and then also like close friends who are Aww. professionals and creatives because these things are 
difficult and the job is hard, but I... Okay, well, that's it. <laughs> All right. Okay. Some badass ladies in the who life. Who inspires me most? Yeah, who inspires you the most? Go. Um, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a stand for Joanna Gaines. I think she's like a balance of businesswoman, um, organization, aesthetic, and a family woman, mm. which, you know, badass women. Um, I also think my answer to that would also, I'm such a copycat, but it is the <laughs> women in my life. Um, but also I would say specifically Michelle Obama. And you're done. I love her. <laughs> okay. That's where it is. I tried to squeeze in one more. I was like, who else can I sneak in here specifically? <laughs> All right. Why do you get up in the morning, Vanessa? Starting now. Gosh, I don't know. Because I have to so I can go to work and make money. <laughs> Ew. No, fine. Uh, there are moments like today, uh, one of the kiddos in our special education program was heading outside for his break. And he's just so funny. We get along. And he proposed to me one time last year or the year before, which was so funny. He's in, like, first grade. Uh, but we, I was like, hey, do you want to spin together? There is this crazy thing on the playground where you hold on and you spin, and it makes you want to throw up. But <laughs> moments like that where I get to bond with, oh, with God. the kids is nice. Perfect. Ended right on time. Okay. Why do you get up in the morning, Melifa? For my cup of coffee? I'm just kidding. Um... I don't know. Because work has just been so weird, I don't really think that that's the reason why I get up in the morning. But, okay, if I boil it down to the reasons why I do enjoy what I do on a daily basis, and it is to connect people with resources that they need in order to better their lives. So, yeah, maybe that is the reason why I get up in the morning and do it every day. Um, also, I like to hear nope. the birds in the morning next nope, to my window. you're done. No more. No more birds for Okay, you. perfect. <laughs> I, I do want to point out, though, and hopefully anyone listening can have advice for us or can relate, I, I want to get to a point where my answer to why I get up in the morning isn't related to work. To be fair, I do feel like yeah. I do meaningful work, and it does contribute to our society overall, which is great, but it would be nice to have a different answer, potentially, so maybe that's something for after we're 30. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Maybe that's something that we'll figure out in our 30s yeah okay Okay. next question here is how much did you learn today starting now i learned a lot um if anyone watches the office i immediately thought of this one scene where jan is singing to her kid anyway sorry off track (laughs) i just i learned a lot constantly through mistakes that i make or things i don't know and especially now as co-principal there's so much i don't know a lot of it has Mm -hmm. to do with helping people and dealing with people so it's a lot of learning yeah yeah good Mm -hmm. perfect okay how much did you learn today go um i learned a lot about ribbons (laughs) i went to the craft store today and i was buying uh, ribbons for a lay that our graduation lay that i'm going to be making for my cousin so yeah i learned that today nice look at you (laughs) i learned that my um, best work besties leaving today, mm. so I learned that too. Lots of feelings. So. Okay, perfect timing. Okay. Um. Next question here: Who do you love, and have you told or showed them lately? I love so many people. 
and I have not told them or showed them lately, the PMS is going to make me cry again. I cannot cry on yet another episode <laughs> of the podcast. Uh, I love you. So I'm telling you now that I love you, Melissa. Uh, but there are definitely people. Me or the, I, should... I was going to say me or the audience. <laughs> Both. But there's definitely people I should probably tell or show that I, I love. So this is a good reminder. There you go. Perfect. All right, Melissa. Who do you love and have you told or shown them lately? I mean, I love the usuals, you know, my close circle of friends, my family members, my siblings, my cousins, all of them. Um, And I agree. I don't think I have told them outwardly or showed them. Although I did spend time with some friends this weekend. And I think just through that time together, showing that we care and love, love each other. So there you go. Yeah. Some of them. I should probably tell my family more. Well. And time. <laughs> and with that, there you go. <laughs> your time is up. <laughs> okay. What is your definition of success starting now? I think when I was younger, and this ties back to earlier about talking how we've changed since we were 20, uh, I used to think it was having titles or achieving a certain salary range. And it's funny because now I think it's more about learning what choices actually make you happy and living life that the life that you want to live regardless of the title or the salary range that you're at perfect five seconds to spare there we go i have to remember that answer though because sometimes i get caught up in it (laughs) well Well, it'll be recorded forevermore so you can just go back to it (laughs) melissa what is your definition of success go i touched a little bit upon oh sorry i touched a little bit upon it in my answer of you know self-reflection and being introspective um but I think my definition of success now is, again, tied into what truly makes me happy and working on identifying those things that make me happy versus making what makes other people happy. So, yeah. Okay, next question. Where will you be in five years if you continue down your current path? Go. Easy. If I continue doing exactly what I'm doing right now, I will probably be the principal of an elementary school somewhere, whether it's here in the Bay Area or wherever there is one of our schools somewhere. Now, do I want that? I actually was asked this yesterday by one of my colleagues who's rising up to be an assistant principal, and I don't Mm -hmm. know. I don't know if that's actually what I want now that I'm kind of doing it, and I'm not even fully doing it, so it's interesting. Wow, we're getting good at these 30-second answers. No, good we're job. Just so fast. Melissa, where will you be in five <laughs> years if you continue down your current path? Uh, well, I will be one, very unhappy, and two, probably in a higher position, hopefully, but again, still not satisfied with the work that I'm doing. And in terms of my personal life, I don't know. <laughs> again, I'm happy with the relationships I have, but I don't think staying stagnant is ever something i want no never okay wow wow, look at us we are getting good at this okay five seconds to spare okay (laughs) okay we have a few more we have three more questions for each other so would five-year-old vanessa be proud of current vanessa go yes i think so (laughs) i think i've done a lot of the things that five-year-old me dreamed i would do well to be fair i haven't moved to new york but i'm also not going to be living that friend slash sex in the city lifestyle because that's actually unattainable for someone who's in our age range (laughs) unless you have a crazy high paying job but anyway I think I've done the things going out traveling making really good friendships I never thought that I would see six figures ever in my life or even get close to it Mm -hmm. because that seemed so outlandish 
And so that's a nice goal Dog. that I've accomplished. Oh, okay. So would five-year-old you be proud of you? Go. I think so. Um, I don't think I had such profound goals set for myself as a f- kindergartner. They were big. I think I just wanted to color in the. <laughs> I don't. Th- I think I just wanted to color in the lines and That's be able goal. to access the prize table for being a good girl. But um, yeah, I think sh- I think she would be proud. I've done a lot. She, in terms of self confidence, I think I've done done a lot of work. So I would be proud of myself. Great and time. Uh, I think that just shows that five-year-old Melissa probably did things and five-year-old Vanessa definitely watched too much TV. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) that's fine. (laughs) That is funny. Imagine yourself being a very famous person in 10 years down the line. What do you think you might have achieved that made you famous? Go. This is a weird question. Uh, I think current me would hope that it's for our podcast because I just have grown to love it so much. And in the beginning, I don't think I took it as seriously as you did in just because I think you took it way more seriously. (laughs) And even now I'm like, oh, like it's kind of a hobby, but I love it and it's it's great and I hope helpful. So that would be nice. If you are a very famous person in 10 years, what do you think you would have done that made you famous? Go. Well, I would hope it would be multiple things, one of them being the podcast and another being a um, an author of a book Ooh. of some kind. What kind of book? Who knows? But yeah, I would love to be an author. I mean, anyone and be famous for it can be an author now with Amazon publishing or whatever it's called. This is true. So, <laughs> get your dreams, girl. <laughs> what's the next question oh the last question the last question the last question vanessa what's the thing that's holding you back go in 30 seconds Ooh. Mm -hmm. fear probably fear of the unknown discomfort i didn't think i was gonna be in the bay area longer than three years and it's been what like seven so oh man i know where does time go yeah, fear, honestly. That's the big thing. Doesn't that hold a lot of people back? Here we are. Yeah. End scene. Um, and just <laughs> just to, yeah, you had four seconds left. Um, and you can start my timer now because I agree. Fear is a lot of it. I think um, fear of rejection and fear of failing is still a thing that I struggle with. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, all of that. It, it's It's all just me. Like... <laughs> It has nothing to do with outside circumstances. It's mostly me (laughs) holding myself back. And on that note, that's the end of our episode. We're both almost 30 and afraid. I'm kidding. Um. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be great. It's going to be great. It'll be a good year. Uh, It's going to be a fantastic year. And to anyone else who might be feeling like COVID potentially took a year from you, don't worry, you're not alone. And if you're also getting up there in your 20s and you're almost 30... It might be helpful to know that one of my best friends, her mom is, you know, older than us. And she said, oh, one of my friends, you know, has a daughter around your age. She's like 19. And I was, ma'am, I am almost 30. And she said, "Eh." (laughs) she said, looking back, it's all the same from up here. So (laughs) hopefully that helps shift your perspective just a little bit so thank you all for listening today be sure to follow us on apple podcast spotify and instagram at i'm uncomfortable dot podcast we release new episodes like this very fun one every tuesday so looking forward to you hearing us soon 